welcome to Talk with KSB, where faith meets conversation. My name is Kenga, for those of you who don't know me, and for those of you who do know me, welcome back to Talk with KSB. So, um, as you can see, I'm trying my best to be consistent and, like, you know, do what the Lord is asking me to do. But, like, today, I have something really cool to share with you guys. Um, and I think it's something that God was really trying to, you know, talk to me about. And of course, on this podcast, we're open, we're honest, we're transparent. And honestly speaking, like, I don't think I can come on here without having it happen to me personally. So I just wanted to share with you, like, what I learned over, like, the past two or one week. So, so let me explain. So basically, um, I always run away from the New Testament. I said this in my last podcast. So obviously I started reading Luke and I was like, okay, yeah, cool. I'm, I'm vibing, I'm vibing, vibing with this. So obviously on my YouTube page, there's some channels that I watch and some channels that like just show up. So obviously after I watch church, so I go to Transformation Church. After I watch church, they were talking about Luke 5. So Luke 5 was my next read, right? They were talking about Luke 5. Then I remember going on like my YouTube channel and like seeing this, um, like, a, a, like a video, and I just watched it, and then she was talking about Luke 5 as well. And I was like, hmm, there's something there that I need to go and see for myself. So I went um, to read Luke 5, and then I felt the Lord minister to me about something, and I just wanted to share it because I feel like it will be helpful to someone. So the thing that I wanted to share about was, you know, um, when Jesus was calling the disciples and Simon Peter you know, the, he was a fisherman and then he was casting his net and, you know, he wanted to cast his net again and he didn't get, like, um, fish um, and whatnot. But I'll first of all start by saying this, that it's so, so important to read the Bible in a way that you can see it applicable to your life. I think that's one of the many ways, like, I was able to enjoy the bible more because i started to see it more than just okay these are things that have happened to people but this is something that is applicable to my life even if the situation doesn't exactly mirror it and that makes sense so the first thing that was really cool for me was the fact that these people these fishermen skilled in their work these are people that know what they are doing had cast their net multiple, 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 multiple times and they caught nothing. And then Jesus was like, yeah, but I'm saying cast your net again. And they're like, okay, okay, nevertheless. So like the Bible says here, I'm going to read from the NKJV. The Bible says here that um, he said, Simon Peter answered to him, nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And I just find that so interesting that, you know, sometimes you can get frustrated with God. Or can get frustrated with our Christianity. Or we can get frustrated with waiting. We can get frustrated with, you know, when the Lord is telling us to do something. And it's like, mm, but I've been doing this the same way all the time. Like, what is going to make this time different? And I'm just wondering what the situation would have been if Sam Peter was like, but yeah, like, I'm a skilled fisherman. Like, this is my work. Like, I'm not going to cast my net again because I've cast it all this time. And I'm not getting anything. So I'm going to, like, leave it so kudos to you i'm um, do you get what i'm saying i'm just wondering like what would the situation have been if he was like yeah i'm not going to cast my net again and i find that that's how sometimes we treat our christianity or that's how we treat god sometimes god can be like stay in this position like don't move from here and you're like but i've been here for like god knows how long and it has not yielded anything or like things aren't working in my favor or like things aren't going well for me so i don't think i want to stay here i think what this 
passage was teaching me is that sometimes we're really desperate for a move like we want to move from a particular position and because of the world that we live in like everything is a constant move in the world generally speaking like people move from jobs to jobs or people move from you know university to um, postgrad or university to workplace so like things are constantly in a move or let's say we feel like we have stayed somewhere long enough like Simon Peter felt like he had cast his net long enough I feel like sometimes we feel like we have stayed in a place long enough and we want to move and I think it applies to seasons as well maybe you're in a season where God is quote-unquote silent or you're in a season where you feel like you're just being tested all the time or you're in a season where it's like you have to be disciplined in serving God and you feel like your like your season has gone on long enough and God I feel is trying to say that sometimes it's necessary to obey God and stay where you are because staying where you are will yield the thing that he actually wants to do in you or give to you so like now we see that Jesus was the one that said launch out into the deep and let your nets for a catch sometimes we I feel like what sometimes <laughs> I feel like sometimes we I've said that like three th times now and I keep saying the word times and it's annoying me hear myself say the word times but I think what was happening here was Jesus pushing them further Jesus telling them don't give up just because it hasn't been a quote-unquote good streak so far listen to me over your ability Ooh, word listen to me over your ability and i say that because a lot of the time in the world generally speaking you have a lot of skilled people you have a lot of people that you know have expertise a lot of people that will tell you honestly speaking i don't think you should still be here honestly speaking i think you should have moved on honestly speaking yeah this yeah overstaying you're welcome here and god is literally saying don't move from where you are obviously i don't think this is something that is applicable to everyone and i don't think everyone is meant to be in a position where they don't move from where they are or stuff like that but i genuinely feel like in a world where there's so much expertise it's so easy to get caught up in the system of wanting to move or wanting to advance even when god is telling you to stay and god is telling you to stay for a particular reason like god is telling you to stay for a particular reason and i find it so cool because after what hmm, I find this so cool because what this story tells me or what the story ministers to me exactly is that God is beyond number one your ability God is beyond your expertise and God knows the most like God is the most knowledgeable so if God is telling you to do something or if God is asking you to stay in a place then <laughs> stay in the place and the question that just came to heart right now is, Kenke, how do I know that God is asking me to stay somewhere? Like, I, sometimes I feel like I don't hear God. So how how do you know that God is asking me to stay? And to be honest, I feel like obviously not everybody, it's not everybody that God is asking to stay. So obviously you have to take that to the Lord in prayer. But I want you to understand that prior to them answering God to cast their nets into the fish, they had already been with Jesus. Okay, so let me read it here. Okay, and... Okay, I'm just going to read um, from, like, verse 1 of chapter 5. So it says, So it was, as the multiple pressed about him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two boats standing by the lake. But the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. And then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put... 
out a little from the land and he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. So you can see here that there was already an established relationship between Simon and Jesus. And the relationship that we see between them is a relationship where he acknowledged or Simon acknowledged that Jesus had a work to do or that Simon acknowledged that, you know, Jesus came here not to play. Jesus did not just come and say, you know what? I see you again so cast your fish into the cast your net into the water no it was a situation whereby jesus he, jesus asked simon okay can you put out the boat i'm trying to preach to the people simon saw jesus doing a work simon saw jesus preaching the gospel to the people and he was like you know what because this man is doing this work i think i'm going to listen to him there's something about him so i feel like when it comes to you apply that in your own life have you acknowledged God's supremacy in your life? Have you acknowledged the fact that God is, you know, the head and not the tail? God is the sovereign God. If you have acknowledged that, I think it'll be easier for you to pray and listen because sometimes we get into the habit of just praying. And I feel like if you look at the rapport between Simon, Peter, and Jesus, you can see that, okay, what if Simon, if Jesus said, you know what? cast your nets and someone was like yeah i'm not going to do that no i'm not going to try and cast my nets i don't want to do it so please don't tell me to do it again i'm just not going to and he laments to god or imagine if simon peter went to god and was like you know what i don't want to cast my nets anymore i'm tired of casting my nets i'm frustrated i don't want to do it anymore and i feel like sometimes that's the position that we come from we come from this position where it's just like yeah you know what i don't want to do it anymore like i'm tired i'm genuinely tired i don't care for it anymore i don't want to do it anymore so you can't miss me with that spare me spare me the yarns <laughs> but i think that for you if you're trying to figure out whether god is asking you to stay or whether god is asking you to leave i think that it's it is not just praying to talk to god but praying to listen to god and i was talking to a friend the other day and i was telling her the importance of quiet time the importance of actually waiting to listen out to Jesus. So I think it's a twofold thing. Number one, acknowledging that God is sovereign and that God knows the best. And then two, waiting to listen and waiting to hear from God and not just telling God, like, you know what, I have been fishing all this while and I'm tired and I want to move from here. Obviously, because we're human beings and we want the best for ourselves, sometimes we think that the best for ourselves is genuinely moving from somewhere. Or we think that the best from us for ourselves is doing something that we have always wanted to do but like god god is the one that knows the best god is the one that is like you know what stay here stay here because something is for you here and now listen to what happened and he said nevertheless at your word i will let down the net and then when they had done this they caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking and they signaled to their partners in the other boats come and help them and they came and filled both the boats so that they began so that they began to sink. I went some of Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, praying, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. Pause. This is just interesting to me. And I'm just thinking to myself, what if Simon Peter caught the multitude of fish the night before? What if like this are, this is the way I think about things and like this is genuinely a new thought just as I'm talking to you guys. What if Simon Peter began to catch the fish the the night before? What if the the partners on the other boat were not there? Like what if he just it was just him in his own boat and then the boat began to sink? What if he lost his life with the multitude of fish because he could not have any help 
and literally the water was filling the boat. Do you understand what I'm saying? What I'm trying to explain to you is the fact that sometimes what exactly we want, the season of our life cannot afford. And that is genuinely like how I feel about some of these things. Like the point in our life where we are, the season of our life cannot afford for the advancement that we want. And sometimes the advancement that we want can lead us to literally sink. Sometimes it can lead us to not even acknowledge Jesus. Sometimes it can actually just be a situation where you lose sight of yourself and you lose sight of who you are. And it's so funny because the time at which he caught the fish and the time from which he was trying to catch the fish are not too far apart. I think for us, what we get into, we get into the habit of believing that or thinking that, you know, what God wants to do for us is too far away from us or the promises that God wants to make to us or give to us, they're too far away from us. But it's so close and as in, like, it's too close to you. And the problem is that just because we want it or we want other people to see that we have it, God is like, it's beyond other people seeing that you have it. It's me wanting to give you something for your perseverance, if that makes sense. That's another thing, perseverance. So I genuinely just wanted to share with you guys this, what I think about staying in a position where God wants you to stay at. And obviously, I'm like I said before, I'm not saying that this is a word that everybody can now like or tap into like okay god is asking me to say some of you god is asking you to move and that's an abraham story that nobody wants to get into about moving when the lord tells you to move to a place that you may not want to move to that's another thing that's another thing some people want to move but the place that god is telling them to move to they don't want to move to that place because they're just like no this is not a place i envision for myself this is a place that i know nothing about this is a place that yeah i don't want to do it i'm comfortable where i am so it's like a twofold thing generally speaking i think that there are some people out there that want to move and god is asking them to stay and then there's some people that want to stay because they're comfortable and then god is asking them to move and i feel like what you have to think about is comfortability or hey that's not English. Yet. What you have to think about is the is comfort. And I think that oftentimes people get into the system of like staying where it is most comfortable for them. And for some people, where it's most comfortable for them is them constantly being on the move and staying in a particular position would breed discomfort. Whereas for some other people, staying in a particular position in a particular place is comfort and God asking them to move to another place is discomfort. And I think that what you guys need to pay attention to, what you guys have to understand is that it's not just about whether you're comfortable or whether you're uncomfortable. I think it's more about what will stretch your faith. What will stretch your faith? I always say this. I say this to my friends. I think I may have said this on this podcast before. But I always say that the enemy... is not that the enemy wants you to worship him. The enemy just wants you to stop believing in what God has said for you. Or the enemy just wants you to stop believing in what God wants to do in your life. And what he's trying to do is strip you of your faith. And what God wants you to do or what God wants for you is for you to be in a position where your faith can be stretched. And I think that if you are in a place and you are comfortable... Your faith won't be stretched. I, I, I genuinely believe that your faith won't be stretched because you're in a place where everything is working out for you. Everything is happening good for you. Like, life seems to be great, you know. And I'm not saying you don't enjoy, you, you shouldn't enjoy good seasons. But I, I, I always feel like sometimes when people get into a good season or when people get into, like, a good sequence of things, they get comfortable and then they stop talking to God. They stop asking God for things because everything seems to be working out well for them. And then you have people that want to always move. 
like they all, always want to be on the move because they feel like you know the one place that served its purpose and you know they are you know <clears throat> they want to kind of just move on from what they have done and god is like you know what like you can't always keep being on the move sometimes you just need to stay here and stay with me so that we can actually talk and I, I, you know, a lot of people say this in relation to like work, like, you know, working in a place or whatnot. You know what? I will even tell you guys about my own story because I feel like, to be honest, that's one thing that will really help. So personally, honestly speaking, just between you guys and I, <laughs> between you guys and I, I, when I first came to law school, like when I first came to uni to study law, I was obviously super pumped. I was so excited and I was gassed. Okay, let me not lie. Let me not lie. Because, okay, yes, I was excited when I first came to law school. But before I came to law school, I was so discouraged. I was just like, to be honest, like something in me does not want to do law anymore. Like when I tell you that I all of a sudden lost the fire in my heart to kind of do this law degree. I was just like, yeah, I don't want to do this law degree. And then obviously my friends encouraged me and they were like, Kinka, don't worry. Like, you got this. Just do law. Like, law is fine and it's fun and whatnot. I was like, okay, I'm going to hear you guys out and I'm going to do this law degree, right? <laughs> then when I first came to law school, I mean, when I first came to uni to study law, I was obviously like excited. I was like, oh, yay, yeah. And gassed and whatnot. And I was like, okay. Then when I came to school, and I wasn't doing as well as I was, like, during A-levels or during, like, um, O-levels. I was very, very much discouraged. And I was always subconsciously preparing myself not to continue a path of lawyering. Or, like, maybe when I finished law school, like, you know what I mean? Like, when I finished studying a, a law, like, when I finished my LLB, I'll just find something else to do. Or I'll do a master's as, like, something else that is not particularly law like i'll just you know find a way to move on from this law degree because i'm very uncomfortable here then that was like in first year in second year the second year i still didn't do well and i was just like so what exactly is going on like what exactly is happening here like i'm very very much confused and i was just like you know what i'm so in my mind i concluded to myself that perhaps this law thing is not for me, you know, I'm just going to make my peace with it, I'm going to try and like, you know, get to do a master's in something else, and you know, I'm just gonna move on from there, and like, you know, get it together, and whatnot, and when I tell you that, I actually had a full-on dream about where to apply to, I got like, what to apply for, it wasn't like an LLM, it was like another, it was like an MPhil, I was like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do now and everything's going to go like work out well for me. So I'm, I'm gassed. I'm happy. I'm excited. And then I applied. See me thinking like, yeah, because this is different and I have to move on from where I am. I'm obviously going to get in or like I will get in and whatnot. I was really, I was hoping that, yeah, you know what? Like it's going to work out because I had a dream about it and I don't joke in my dream. So I was like, yeah, it's probably going to work out. And then I didn't get into the uni and I sat down to myself. I remember I remember just sitting down on my desk like after opening the letter and I was just like, hmm, okay, so what exactly is happening here? Like, I don't understand what's happening. And then I, I felt this urge like in my spirit that was just like, stay. Like, just stay here for a minute and let me finish what I've started. And I was like, hmm. 
okay. And then one thing that people kept telling me, my sister, especially my younger sister, shout out to you, baby. She can't listen to this. She's in school. <laughs> but um, she kept saying that maybe this was just a way to stretch your faith. Maybe this was just like a faith, faith work in you. And I was like, hmm, you may be right, actually. Like, you actually may be right. But I was just thinking to myself, like, I just didn't understand what the whole hullabaloo was about, about me applying to another place. And I just realized that it was because I was too eager to want to move on from where I was because where I was wasn't how I thought it was going to be or where I was wasn't doing the thing for me that I thought it was going to do. But it was actually more about stretching my faith and God being like, you know what? You need to stay here in this discomfort so that something can really happen in you, so that perseverance can happen in you, so that patience can happen in you. And obviously, when this was happening, I was just like, yeah, um, no, I don't understand. Trust me, guys, I cried many a night. I was so confused. I was so sad. I was so confused. And my friend said to me, my friend said to me something, that in confusion, you tend to find clarity. You tend to find clarity. You tend to find clarity. And then last night, while I was meditating, the word too was like clarity, clarity, clarity. And I was like, ah, okay, okay, okay. I get it now. I completely get it now. That's completely fine. So this is just me sharing with you what exactly like I have been through to kind of get you to understand that it can be either way for anybody, but I think that it's more about where, where are you quote unquote most comfortable where are you building comfort as opposed to allowing your faith in God to be stretched? One thing that I say, like I said earlier in this podcast, is that comfort is like one of the main... Is it antagonists? Is, is it antagonists? I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> comfort is one of the main... God have mercy. Opponents of faith. Because when you are comfortable you don't need your faith to be stretched and then something happens in your life something drastic happens in your life and then you're like you're like so you're wondering hello holy spirit god jesus how did this happen you know i thought everything was going well and then you're like but your faith hadn't really been stretched and then you get to that point where your faith is now stretched i was telling my friend about this a while ago that he needed to have strength and faith like a rubber band that just could stretch that could just really pull and stretch and stretch far that's what i was telling my friend so yeah um i hope that this podcast um, has been a blessing to you and i hope that it has offered you some clarity i hope it didn't confuse you to be honest because i i spoke about two things and the second thing about god asking to move but you not really wanting to move I didn't even intend to speak about that, but like it, it is what it is. So I hope that this podcast has been a blessing to you and I hope you have a great weekend. Bye.